What's up and welcome back, Everyday Jesus family, as we continue our study on Nehemiah. Don't forget to go back and review these chapters after this discussion today so that you can find your own favorite parts in Scripture. So last week, we ended chapter 2 with Nehemiah rallying and encouraging the troops to let us build the wall together. And they've already seen some opposition, and they'll see more. But now we get to see that great work begin. And chapter 3 starts with a lot of names. And sections with a lot of names in the Bible can sometimes be a place where you start to think about grocery lists or weekend plans. But don't miss the beauty here. Because the Lord cares. He sees when we put our hands to the plow. And each name in this chapter shows that He honors their commitment. And there are some other pretty cool nuggets between these lines too. Number one, it shows the importance of defining clear roles for your people when you are in a place of leadership. It says all these individuals' names and the specific parts of the walls that they were working on. It shows again Nehemiah's wise preparation and planning beforehand. And your people want clear roles too. And then there's this other nugget, a little one for our ladies here. It says, Shalom, the son of Haloesh, ruler of half the district of Jerusalem, repaired the wall, he and his daughters. See, ladies worked on this wall too. And I think sometimes the modern woman who hasn't really spent that much time in scripture could easily believe that the Lord doesn't have a great work for women. And that maybe one of their problems with Christianity is the feeling of minimizing women that women are isolated to cooking or cleaning or raising children. And hear me, these things are not bad. They are honorable. I do think that homemaking is stamped on our hearts in our own unique versions and ways. But again, we don't have to read very far in Proverbs 31 to see that the virtuous woman, the excellent wife, is not someone limited to ovens or laundry bins. She's a woman of discipline, discernment, work ethic, and accomplishment. Just a few tidbits from that chapter. It says, She rises early, plants a vineyard, strengthens her arms, sells profitable merchandise, purchases fields. She is generous to the poor. She's an encouragement to her husband. She's a protector of her household. And I could go on and on. But the Lord has good plans and gifts for us ladies, no less important than that of a man. And if we can be secure in knowing this, it allows us to freely celebrate masculinity and not be threatened by it, while also not feeling ashamed of our own softness or femininity. We can flourish within it, confident in our identity and gifting, knowing that it is enough. And I digress. So after we see all those faithful builders in chapter 3, we open chapter 4 again with, guess what? You know it, more opposition. This dude's Sanballat again, and you know his methods really haven't changed that much. He's mocking them again. He's shouting insults, and this time he's doing it in front of others just to make it sting a little bit more. He's saying things like, what are these feeble Jews doing? Will they restore it themselves? Will they finish it in a day? And listen to this one. Will they revive stones out of rubbish, burned ones at that? Do you see what he's doing there? He's not just jabbing at the possible current feelings of inadequacy. 
He's also reminding them of their past failure and disobedience that allowed their walls to be burned and taken down by the Babylonians in the first place. And our enemies will use the same method. They'll try to remind you of your past failure and your past shame. Don't listen when they tell you that you can't change or grow or that you're limited because you messed up. God's mercies are new every morning. And you can see He is doing a new thing. And when your eyes are fixed on Him from whom your help comes from, you don't spend too much time on those thoughts of others or your past shortcomings. And that's exactly what Nehemiah did. What is his response to this mockery? He says, so we built the wall. (laughs) That's it, just like that. Undeterred, unshaken, moving forward in the work that the Lord placed on their hearts. See, he was so sure that God would make this thing prosperous despite any past weakness or past shame. And this fortitude makes their mockers mad. Sanballat and Tobias then up the ante and they start sending threats of attack. See, this increase of intensity did get the intention of some of the Jews. And then what did Nehemiah do? He helps adjust vision. He says, do not be discouraged. Remember the goodness of God and fight for your families. And then Nehemiah had to adjust his plan a little bit. See, we can't take that as a failure if along the way we have to adjust the planning process. If you have to move some parts, God is not surprised by the hiccups. He already knew it would have to be that way. So Nehemiah had half the Jews working on the wall and half of them standing guard. That is wisdom. He didn't just say, oh, the Lord is going to protect us and we're not going to participate in that. See, we have to partner in a good work and we have to be courageous. And when they did that, guess what happened? Those threats never came to fruition. Their enemies did back off. And before we close this week, I want to make one more point. Part of that discouragement that was shared by the Jews when those taunts of possible attack came, they also started looking and really feeling burdened by the broken places and the rubbish that needed to be removed. See, they weren't just working on building new walls. They were cleaning up the mess of the broken ones along the way. They had to take out all that trash. They had to look at that past hurt, that past shame, that past failure. And it's tough cleaning out that rubbish. And it can feel discouraging. And sometimes we can get discouraged by this mess on our paths too. I know I get particularly frustrated with my laundry every day. But see, sometimes we have big rubbish left behind from past sin or past pain. And we have to declutter this trash before building a new strong foundation. So don't be discouraged if there are still broken pieces. Instead, be willing to participate and sweep out the trash, even the stuff that is hidden in the far corners of your heart and your mind, so that you can start fresh. Thank you so much for tuning in as we continue learning leadership from Nehemiah. We're going to continue this story further next week. And if you listen today, don't forget to give us a like and subscribe. You can see us on Instagram and Facebook at Everyday Jesus Community. And until next time, every day, Jesus.